give me one night a week of your choosing to show my other films to the public. Y'all ready for this? I'm ready! Come on, show the movie! You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. All right, guys, it is another Patreon special, except this time Nathan is here instead of Jack with me, because last time our Patreon wedding special was for widow old Nathan. It was for me. When our big boy got married. Finally. (laughs) But now our favorite favorite sausage king has has taken uh, his, uh, you know, I'm calling this the pre-wedding game. Yeah, <laughs> because you know it's it's no longer the saying of uh, of jokingly saying thanks Obama. Now it's thanks COVID, Ugh. and uh, COVID has kept everyone away, and the wedding was rather small. But you know what? I wasn't even there. Nathan, you were there. You officiated. I got to officiate. I was uh, one of two uh, people that were not family, and that the other person was the photographer. Um, it was a very, very small wedding, but, you know, so much fun. I love those two to death and, uh, just, just pretty and, and elegant. I, as, I, as you said, officiated. I felt like I sped through it like a racehorse. No, 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 no. It actually had good pacing from what I was watching on the Zoom. <sighs> I felt like I just was like, kiss her already. <laughs> Just do it. So yeah, uh, it, but it was it was Ma, a, meatloaf. Fuck. It was a ton of fun. The verbiage that I got to do for them, I just I loved it. I loved what they their vows that they wrote. I love it was they put enough geekiness into it that made it a wedding that I woo, yay uh, the two rings uh, to, to find two rings to bind them and then the marriage oh, i have only been to like one other wedding where the vows exchanged were they probably were you know what not even probably i mean they were geekier than this but i think my heart was a little more obviously into this wedding than another good friend of mine who got married but like he wrote stuff that like you know every doctor needs his companion <laughs> and just started, uh, oh, dude, uh, it was so, it was so geeky and so sweet. And watching this on the Zoom, uh, you know what? Also, my first Zoom wedding. But watching uh, that, I was just like, oh, this is just, oh, it's geeky and it's nerdy and it's love. It's perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. You know what? In the movie that we watched for uh, for this wedding has a little a little nice moment of taking vows and writing it and making it their own um so true true without further ado i mean more importantly yeah let's let's go into the movie the movie this is uh guys we're doing obviously (laughs) as as a as a joke on you know we couldn't crash the wedding Uh. (laughs) so we are doing 2005's wedding crashers hit it French Foreign Legion. Yeah, we lost a lot of good men out there. Mount Everest? We lost a lot of really good men out there. Lost so many good men out there. Playing with the Yankees? In the art of crashing weddings. Sanjay Collins. Chuck Fendelow. Seamus O'Toole. Bobby O'Shea. I'm ready to get drunk. John and Jeremy are the masters. You know how they say we only use 10% of our brains? 
I think we only use 10% of our hearts. Now, what do we got? This is the Kentucky Derby of weddings. They're crashing the biggest wedding of the year. So what angle are you going to play here? I'm going to go with the balloon animal display for the kids. I want a bicycle. Buddy, that's going to take a lot of balloons. Make me a bicycle clown. And meeting the two girls. John Ryan. Claire Cleary. That will bring them to their knees. Oh, I always knew my first time would be on a beach. First time? We're going to be so happy together. I love you. I'm sorry? I gotta get out of here, Prano. I got a stage five clinger. I need some alone time with her. I'm terrified of this broad. Here you are. Hey. We're all going back to our little place on the shore, and it would be so great if you guys came. Really? Oh, I'm gonna run away my dad. Well, don't ask your dad. Don't ask your dad. Don't. You're going. I'm not going. Yes, you are. You can go if you want. No, you're gonna be. I'm not even gonna say it, but you, you, you know I'm upset. From New Line Cinema. Sorry, how are you guys connected to the family again? Uncle Ned's kids. You know, Uncle Ned. Aunt Liz's brother. <laughs> <laughs> One crasher is falling in love. Oh, you're gonna cover me. I like my odds here. Hey, here you go! Hit me! Hey, is your brother okay? I can't breathe. Ah, oh, he's fine. And the other... Oh, that's fine. That's nice. Time out. My leg's cut and bleeding. ...is falling apart. Ah! Don't ever leave me. Ever. Because I'd find you. <laughs> Owen Wilson. I am in love with her. Vince Vaughn. That's what I think. With Christopher Walken. You no, know, she's not just another notch on the old belt. Not even wear belt. <laughs> Bellas. Wedding Crashers. Everything's ready for the quail hunt. Ridiculous. Have you even shot one of these things before? Ah! Ah! I got me! Who are you? Oh, okay. the, this the movie, nostalgia. The, this, <laughs> it brings, 2005, so we're graduating high school, yep. all right? And what a perfect way. You know, what a perfect movie. Shout, kick my heels I mean, up and, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. That, like, normally, summer movies don't necessarily do... Uh, I mean, summer movies do amazingly well, yeah. okay? But when you have a movie that can kind of, like, almost hit midsummer or, like, August. August is where, like, movies go to die. I was really, really happy to see a $40 million budget on Wedding Crashers ultimately gross worldwide $288 million. This movie kills. Such a success for this. And more importantly, let's, let's not forget the unrated seven and a half extra minutes that you can get when you watch yes. the purely hysterical antics of the unrated version. And which I try and remember <laughs> back to the unrated film because I I have not watched the unrated or the uh, the rated film in a long time. I've, I feel like I just have the uncorked version. And right, that's... I'm trying to remember exactly like what I guess was safe to release. Uh, <laughs> and you know what? You know what? <laughs> this R-rated comedy. I can't remember exactly what is in the uh, extra unrated ver- or yeah, what is actually added. Was it the boobs? Was it the I, con- it was, it, was it the flow of boobs uh, being like be. thrown onto the bed? All the women that these guys are like nabbing at the different weddings that he had, you know, Jerry, uh, Vince Vaughn's character had already like planned for them to go to. Did you did you hear the initial number? I I, I didn't even realize that he had said this until I think my second watch through when he called him in. He's like, it's wedding season, baby. And I have 17 of them for us to go to. And I'm thinking like, good God, there's a part in this where I kind of was like, wait a minute. I thought that they were done with the season and when Owen And then the senators with, the senators wedding is coming up. Yeah, but then like John is like going out and kind of like when he was when he's like solo depression mode, he's at like a cu- you know like one or two he's weddings. He's at a couple of weddings. And I was but like it's the off season. Yeah. Because I mean people are getting <laughs> 
I mean, here's the thing. Everybody's people are getting married. Getting, yeah. Everyone's getting married year round, but there there is the typical, I guess, like wedding season. I mean, oh yeah, they said that they said that it was hot up in Maine. So I'm trying to figure out exactly, you know, with my West Coast brain, what is hot on East Coast Maine <laughs> throughout the year? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe humid. Maybe a little bit more humid. Maybe <laughs> humid. This movie has the cast to end so many other casts. Like I just watching it, going, oh yeah. I forgot that everyone is in this film. This, I remember this person. This I remember that person. Anchorman, and I would say 40-year-old version. Oh, probably, yeah. Has, like, the ensemble kind of qualities just, for it. I mean, unless you're watching, like, an Adam Sandler flick yeah, where it's just all it, of his friends kind of, like, being yeah. crammed into it. <laughs> but this one encompasses a weird kind of off-branch that's not normally in that comedy circle, like Bradley Cooper. Like, Who's playing an asshole. Oh, he's like, so such, much fun. I want him, I, I wanted to like, I mean, obviously, it's Bradley Cooper. What is not to like about Bradley Zach. Cooper? I mean, from, okay, obviously, our enjoyment and trippy episode on Limitless, mm-hmm. and also him doing, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, and uh, A Star is Born, but man, just remembering the fact that he's playing such a douche. And I, I like him in a lot of a lot of his roles. I honestly, I mean, like, Burnt is, I think, an underrated film. Oh, yeah, I, I love, love Burnt. I love Burnt. I think that... Burnt has Silver, a great twist Silver at Money the end. Playbook is... Never seen it. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> it's good. It's... it's uh, that's, that's where this reality is staying on Patreon. Only they will know. <laughs> no, but, I mean, he's, he's just a great actor. And so for him to come in... And just be this like, and this is kind of er- this is early Bradley Cooper. This isn't this uh, is early Bradley Cooper. Yeah, this isn't hungover, or, uh, hangover where you know you hungover, hangover uh, <laughs> where you have like an already established Bradley Cooper making good one liners and being the cool guy. This is he's getting his chops in right now, and you're like, oh, who is this uh, this side actor? And even Rachel McAdams <laughs> is not normally a part of this group, but kills it. I, I mean, like, I like her. You know, in injecting herself into this comedy role. I think this was, this might have been one of his first, like, leading roles in a film. I honestly think it is, like, I'm looking at his IMDb, and it's a lot of TV and TV movies. Okay. And I don't see anything aside from something called Bending the Rules and My Little Eye in 2002. Yeah. Oh, no, no, sorry. What am I thinking? He was in Wet Hot American Summer in 2001. There, yeah. But, yeah, no, it was so, it was so different, you know, seeing him like that. But, I mean... What what I really loved <laughs> from growing up and clearly watching and kind of like idolizing the fact and we've just and I've kind of like oh, brought yeah. it up before on previous episodes where it's like, hey, look at that. Is that Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman? Oh, yeah. Are those God. Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman's hand or boobs inside Owen Wilson's hand? Jane yep. Seymour. Oh, Jane Seymour. What are you doing? So hot. She looks absolutely fire in this film she she is quite stunning in the movie i think i i do love the like the sexual cat and mouse game that she thinks that she's playing with owen wilson how long have you uh you and the senator been married so how long you and the secretary been married Uh, 30 years next day wow that's beautiful yeah and we were faithful for two of them Enjoy the party. Mm, and we've only been faith- faithful for two, two of for, the, for two of them. Hummina, 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 hummina. I love Owen Wilson's like, oh, hmm? <laughs> I said, what? And she walks away. And she walks away. Enjoy, like, oh, enjoy the party. <laughs> it's, it's hot out here. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you should have been playing in your underwear. 
We'll go fetch you a drink. She <laughs> she lays it on quite thick, but um, yeah. Uh, I mean, not gonna not gonna complain. So going back to the very very beginning, you've got Mister and Missus Kroger in the kind of the oh the mediating the room. mediating room. So Rebecca de, Rebecca de Monterey, she was in Three Musketeers, yeah. like Chris O'Donnell, Keith Sutherland. All the isn't flat- she? Oh yeah, she's a um, she's the psycho lady, lady in uh, in the hand that rocks the cradle, which is what I yes. mainly remember her from. And like that's something I watched all. I watched a lot. I don't know why as a kid. She is like weirdly like super hot. She's she yeah, she has a strange alluring like, factor to her. Like she'll fuck you up and kill you, <laughs> but it'll be the best sex of your life, baby. <laughs> it'll be the best. You gotta ride it out like a praying mantis. You just gotta ride it out and just know you're getting your head chopped off at the end of it. That's it. I I do love the antics. Where I mean, it's just back and forth right there, and you realize like you this is kind of like what they do. Shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Shut your mouth when you're talking to me. He's like. Wait, what? <laughs> and then uh, she pulls out the pill. Yeah, that's right. Go comatose, baby. <laughs> you got him going to see your whore. <laughs> I, I love that line. It's like, I want those flyer miles. Which, this whole movie is so riddled with one-liners. And I think that movies, like, always, like, hope. And even kind of try to, like, be that one-liney type of thing. Like, Anchorman. There was, like, this, these originals that really kind of pioneered this new style of I, I would, I'm not going to say new style. I'm sure Jack's listening to this, like, going, how the fuck are they talking about Wedding Crashers as if it's some good movie? Like, it, I mean, it is it is what it is. It's dated, though. A I, little oh, no, dated. It's, I, think, I think it's very much dated. I also think that you had a lot of things that were really funny for the characters that yeah. they are playing. Yes. So Vince Vaughn playing Jeremy and defending Will Ferrell as, you know, Chaz, like the, the all-time great. <laughs> He's a legend. I mean, it kind of resembles uh, his character in Anchorman when he comes back and he says, like, like, oh, maybe I'll take your mother out for a nice, you know, lobster dinner <laughs> and then not call her anymore. And so, like... <laughs> She is a saint. You leave her alone. I mean, that it, it, the, the comedy in that and the delivery from him is very, very familiar of what it was in Anchorman when he defended his mom, just when he defended him there. The the, the styling of how he is delivering those lines. Vince Vaughn is a, like, fucking comedic genius. And in recent films, you know, in the past, like, maybe five years, I was super surprised to see him get, like, really dark and gritty. Yes. So for certain things that he has done recently, it's been a nice change. Although him doing comedy and especially him doing, you know, Wedding Crashers, which obviously worked well with Owen Wilson again when he, you know, teamed up again for the internship. Yeah. So, so I mean, it's just I don't know. It works so well. I just I love the, the banter. The banter it is so good between Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn. They tried to kind of double dip that chemistry. And I don't know how how much they pull it off with the intern. Oh, no, I, did, I didn't say like it was, it, you know, better than this. But you can see the fact that they did work well together so why not another you know another go at it i just i think vince vaughn has had a couple missteps in his career where i just don't i okay the movie that i think like that that he just thrives in is that four christmases couples retreat that like um the breakup the breakup right there oh yeah that is him to a t when he does that like model of film it's so good because oh yeah because the breakup is full of his like sarcastic as you say one-liners i fucking love that movie I, the the breakup is very funny with him and and frankly like i watched the breakup mainly for two reasons one for vince vaughn's direct 
to like my heart and soul kind of like, you know, sarcastic wit and humor. And the fact that Jennifer Jennifer Aniston, Aniston just a bombshell. She has always had it and will, will I think continue it's, to I think it's still shocking. It. I think it's still shocking when you can kind of like look at the fact that like, you know, you take a look at how uh, how many actors are aging and then you look at Jennifer Aniston and you're like, you're 50. Oh God! What is you look she, amazing. What uh? <laughs> what movie was she in not that long ago? Um, The Murrays. What was she in? I don't know. I, the last thing I think I saw her in was when she was with Adam Sandler on that. Oh, uh, uh, the like the wedding or not the wedding? The um, no, no, mystery no, the, date um, thing. Yeah, the, the mystery, yeah, the mystery, mystery date. murder, a murder mystery. Yeah, murder, yeah, murder mystery was last year. Yeah. I loved. I love. <laughs> She, and she's always so good, but she's not in this film. Back to Wedding Crashers. She's not. We're going back to Wedding Crashers. If we're going, go, if we're going to look at anyone who is probably one of the oldest cast members and probably one of the most hilarious aspects of seeing Watkins. him in another role as as a father, Christopher Walken Woo. as the dad, as Secretary Cleary. You tell I that just, mean ocean, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> you are my bitch lover. <laughs> Uh, you, you tell him, Tom. Tell that, tell that mean ocean. Go. <laughs> She's so like weirdly aware of everything, and like the the looks he gives uh, Jeremy are so good. Where he's the like, painting yeah. when he notices the painting, and he's all like, "Okay, well," and, and he good tests, night. He tests the strength of the ropes. Like, okay, yeah, you're you're in there nice and snug. And I'm he gonna doesn't do it. <laughs> And he doesn't question anything, like why he's tied up. Not at and all. What? Gosh, I I think that he does a funny, funny job. I mean, it's not like watching him in like Blast from the Past and anything like that. I I think it's definitely it's not a focused role for him, but it is pretty funny to see his little side antics of like dealing with Gloria, throwing her tantrum, or trying to handle uh, Ellen Dow, who plays <laughs> Grandma Mary. Whew, I she's just, a firecracker. I, I love her because I love her that because she's not she's not one of those actresses who has made her name doing something where she had main roles. She's always had like very yes. clear side roles, but she's so iconic in side roles. And she's very, very funny. And I mean, it was it was even just like watching this, watching, um, oh gosh, I, I okay, I had the movie and now it's gone. But even after watching Wedding Crashers the other night, I started up an episode of Family Matters. There she is in behind uh, Carl in line for a Christmas gift. <laughs> and she's, I would call her like the budget Betty White. Or like the knockoff Betty, like she, <laughs> she's she's that like she's the wish she's the wish dot com. Yeah, the, Betty the, White. The, I, I guess you know, <gasps> wedding singers. That's what the she is. She's the whole like it's a hip hop hip 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 That's her. <laughs> I'm too drunk. Carry me to my oh, room, Eleanor. Big Dyke. <laughs> she's uh she's intense, but do you think that Owen Wilson is the right choice for this to be the counterpart yes. for Vince or to be the counterpart for Rachel McAdams. Ooh, ooh, good question. Both. Both. Yeah. <laughs> I think they do well. I think th okay, so Vince Vaughn's like sarcastic kind of like antagonistic ways of delivering his lines, I think that they can be a bit much, but I think you have god, what is it? I don't want to say it like it's the like the calm, cool styling, the calm, cool menthol stylings of like Owen Wilson's voice. Yeah. But he always does talk in that like, well, let's calm down a little. Okay. Wow. Yes. I I mean, it's it's almost even the same with his brother, Luke Wilson. It's just a little bit higher. But they, uh, for some reason, like they can make it talking in a whisper in a movie and it works Speaking out well. Of, 
and maybe it is. It's the Wilson and Vaughn trade-off because you have that in old school where yeah. Luke is the uh, the counterpart kind of to it, and you have, and again, you have Will Ferrell as just crazy, you know, it's, side character. Yeah, and so it's definitely a yin and yang. Yes. So Vince Vaughn is the loud, and then Owen Wilson's character is the quieter one because it, even even when they're in the church, he's all like, uh, "It's like, oh no, don't go for women in hats. They seem to be kind of like hoity-toity." Yeah. Well, the lady in the hat just I, I fuck the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and they t- people turn around and he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, sorry. Say it sorry louder? I'm, a, I don't think- I'm a cocksmith. <laughs> I'm a- <laughs> sorry, he has Tourette's. We're so sorry. I love them arguing on the stairs after Jane Seymour made Owen Wilson like feel her breast. And he's just all like, were they built for comfort? Were they built for speed? Like, what? Yeah, were they built for comfort? What'd you do? Did you motorboat them? Like, what's wrong with you? What do you mean, what's wrong with me? <laughs> what do you mean, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with you? No, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? You're projecting. Drop it. You drop it. You You're stop projecting on me. Some, uh, some you... <laughs> hot gal made you feel up her cans? <laughs> I know. It's like, you know what? Why don't you go enjoy yourself? I'm going to ice my balls and spit up blood. <laughs> I about peed myself, like listening to about three or four of those incidents in this movie. I don't know why. It's just it's that shock value humor where it's like, I mean, you know that he's been having like a rough day being technically like sexually molested by Gloria the entire, you know, on the I mean, well, the beach was choice, but like everything else is like on the boat. I mean, he was just like, she took me down below deck. I don't have any fluids left. So everything is just like everything with him is it's literally it's it's not like the one two punch. It's like the fake out and right hook. Let's hit the sarcasm immediately. It, it's so funny, the the writing with it. And they would even meet up late at night and they would kind of work on the scene uh, scenes in Vince Vaughn's hotel room late at night before they would do recordings. So some of these like crucial scenes that were not exactly scripted, they would make up the night before. And adjust the script and you can before see recording. That just the they are natural with each other. Even like that when he's like, you know, oh, yeah. hey, can I tell you something? I love you. And just that, like, I love you too. Like, you know that that was just yeah. like them. You know, like, he's like, I'm not eating with you. Like, yeah. I mean, the, the piling of the plate. You know what? Just put some put, put some syrup. Put some uh, syrup all over it. I need to recharge. <laughs> Come back with you in a neutral stance. To the father. Uh, oh my gosh! And he's. You know what? But I dig it. Like, and maybe maybe I'm a little fucked up too. <laughs> Uh, you gotta love the, uh, who's the, the, the father? Oh, the daughter who, uh, the daughter who plays Gloria? Henry Gibson. He's an older guy. But yeah, yeah, the Gloria. Who are you talking, who are you talking about with Henry Gibson? Is that the, uh, is that the priest? Oh, it's the priest. So it's the, um, it's the, it's the guy from the Burbs. The next door neighbor in the Burbs. Yeah, absolutely hilarious seeing him in this. So she, or is it Isla? Isla. 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 Yeah, sure. Yeah. Isla Fisher, which, okay, Rachel McAdams, she always has an an adorable and cute face. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It might be the redhead aspect of her. But Isla Fisher, like when she gets a smile going on her, it's it's incredibly. And I argued about this because I so I've always had I think Rachel McAdams plays such a good like range. Brooke thinks that she is one note. And I'm like, well, she's did you not watch Mean Girls and then watch About Time and then watch this? And I mean, like. And then watch uh, the Notebook. She she can you know she's lovable. But what? 
How can she say one note? I, I mean, know, okay, but- let's just see. Let's let's see the immediate d- divide here. Let's see the immediate divide. Let's completely ignore things like the notebook. Okay, let's go Mean Girls and then immediately watch Red Eye. Ooh, yes, I, and I liked Red Eye. I thought that was. It goes from you can't sit with us to stabbing a guy in a throat a with a pen. Woo! Uh, but I mean, and, and she she landed more with you know, Isla Fisher, er, Isla for ah, Isla. Isla. I, that's what I'm calling it, Isla. I'm not saying Isla. Okay. That she said that she's way hotter, which I I, I kind of would agree. But at the same time, I still would throw it out to Jane Seymour. I mean, I, I, like I can't. <laughs> Doctor Quinn, Doctor Quinn, medicine woman. That's that's my jam. So I I the casting in this, it's and again, it's. It's an eclectic mix, and I think it's a fabulous way to kind of like, again, bring together the like highly respectable aspects of thinking that this is a family from everywhere kind of coming together. And I mean, who's the is that the it's got to be a cousin. Is it a cousin who's all like, "Woo! that's what we do here in Maine. Crab cakes and football. <laughs> that's what I call a sack lunch. I will constantly say that whenever we play football, which isn't very often, but God, that was the the writing. That was, I think, like probably like a best, or not best man, but like you know, one of one of the the buds. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it might have been. I'm just trying to think. I just, oh man, just the the acting of like on the football field again. It's there's so there's very few things I can find fault like with this film. It's it's not. It's not like 100%, but it's incredibly enjoyable where, I mean, even just like him getting completely blindsided and knocked to the ground. And he's like, Owen Wilson walks over. Con, get up. If I had any air in me, I would yell at you. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> this movie, yeah, like you said, it's not it's not so complete that it's like the best movie ever. But for for one, what it is. And the timing, like, the the time that it came out, it landed so well. Especially, like, for me. Like, I loved this movie. Watching it was just, like, a an old... Like, you never... Remember whenever you, like, watch an old porn that you haven't watched in, like, ten years? And you're like, you know what? I, I jerked it to this. And I still kind of like it. Like, wow! You know? It's got its moments. The actors and actresses are very old. But you know what? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm digging it. That's it's an it's an old friend. It's yes, familiar. You know, wedding crashers. It doesn't have to be anything new, anything crazy. It is what it is. But it's so much fun. <laughs> you can walk away with the understanding of like, and it's kind of interesting to see how many like issues that it actually does bring up. You know, like the idea of really finding true love and settling down, but then also realizing that you don't have to do things because you might feel like you're obligated or that it's expected of you. When Rachel McAdams' character, Claire, is going to be getting married to Bradley Cooper and he says like, Wow. Wow. <sighs> this congregation really doesn't care about how depressing your life is, John. Okay? Claire, baby, can you, just, can you go back up on the altar so we can have a wedding? I'm sorry. I am. What? I can't marry you. <laughs> Secretary, your daughter's little... <laughs> I've always liked you. So I put up with your stories about scallops and otters, and it's all good because, you 
You seem to make her happy, and that's what matters to me most. But this is her decision. Huh? I stand by my daughter. You don't know shit. Claire, go back up in the altar. No. Claire. Claire, get up on that altar right now. Stop it. Claire, get your fucking ass in that altar right now! Wow. Getting a nice preview of what marriage is gonna be like with Ike Turner here. Here goes. Show that with the Dalai Lama, jackass. Wow. Okay. So, a uh, good example here of what marriage might be like here with Mike <laughs> with, Tyson. With Ike, Ike Turner. Or, or <laughs> Ike Turner. That's what it was. But either way, I'm just like, whoa. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Like, you just scream. I mean, I wanted to see that he possibly, for him to be that like visceral and that I don't know just like that short tempered like I wanted him to have not not just like the fact that he's a douche and he's cheating on her but like does he have like a small cocaine problem oh yeah for sure you know what I mean like why is he but like why is he getting so short tempered at the freaking wedding to scream like how does he possibly think that I think that's the only awkward scene that I might call attention to in this film where he screams so abruptly and so Gosh, just with so much anger for her to get back up in the altar and yeah, it, you know, be part be part of this wedding in front of all their families and friends, very, in front of the very parents. Forced scene, like with uh, to to bring his story to a head of right. like, oh yeah, yeah, he's a bad guy, and you know, right. he, he resorts to physical violence even in a church during a wedding, like he's just fucking crazy, right? Right, because he's cute and he's coy in front of the family, but. When he's like, you know, sick at the toilet and he's all like, how am I doing? How am I doing? My head's in a toilet, Claire. How do you think I'm doing? Why don't you be helpful and get me a seven up? And she's like, okay, fine. All right, fine. Now, if they had switched that and he was like screaming at her outside yeah. or like in a room that a door was like somehow opened up by the dad or even the butler or the grandma, whatever, or even the mom, someone, if someone caught them and he was being like, screaming at her and abusive i could see that working out better and a story is unfold it it seemed too much like a rush to do it at the church but again yeah they tried they tried to put a you know put a rose on it and say like oh look ike turner here is gonna beat the crap out of you when you somehow burn the roast yeah, de definitely don't be with him and be with me this this quirky guy that lied to you like this movie also does kind of brush over the fact that like straight up like I was so identity yeah, theft, th like <laughs> or catfishing identity. I mean, well, I mean, they made up. They made up like who they were. So it's not like, really like in person catfishing. Uh, I don't know, like or just imposter. Oh yeah, maybe. I mean, something like that. Yeah, I mean, but then for some reason, the dad. I mean, maybe it's just to get rid of Gloria's like tantrums. That's why they agreed that he could that she could marry Jerry. And, that I think that you know Watkins just kind of understands that like his daughter like he even says like, you know you know Gloria like you know she wants what she wants and probably does see that like because there's a lot that we don't see with their relationship and I'm sure that Gloria's like hey dad like this guy gets me and I and he even says like you know when he's leaving he says like you know listen you and I like you know we're all wrong but like I dig it like and she's just like I Right. <laughs> and the only two times that you see them in between that is when Owen Wilson catches them, you know, hooking up when he's supposed to be with him at the other, uh, you know, event. All right. The engagement when, party or something. Uh, and then uh, proposes when they're in the when they're in their own living room. Yeah. 
And, and Vince Vaughn's like, I think we should take our relationship to the next, you know, next Ooh. level. And she's like, Oh, you mean those, tri- those two twins? <laughs> like, oh, I was thinking marriage, but yeah, that too. <sighs> it's absolutely hilarious. Uh, I think a, a very good note to the butler who is catching, you know, Gloria trying to screw Jerry on the toilet. And then when he the gra- when he's carrying the grandmother back to her room, and then he's all like, good God, man. How much jam you have? <laughs> How much jam you have? Shall I wake up the dog? His name is Snooky. <laughs> oh. I love when Bradley Cooper visits him. He's all like, hey, where did Claire go? Not now. I'm watching my stories. <laughs> It's just tiny little things that just make and it he's funny. he's just, like, trying to get through his day. Like, he's just like, oh my gosh, this family is fucking weird. Like, crazy. You know, he does what he has to do, but... <laughs> I want a bicycle! Make me a bicycle, clown! <laughs> Stop talking, funny man, of, and make like, it! Again, I think the timing of this movie works very well because anything newer and you're gonna get into a lot more of like why would these people not just like oh like facebook you know friend me and it's like uh you know like mm, well it's 2005 <laughs> i mean i think i'm pretty sure i had was facebook emerging was like in 2005 my, that was i can't MySpace. remember that was I know, heavy myspace i know i know i but had I mean, me some you, myspace so you have a little bit you have a little bit more internet where you're just starting it to get into the like we can fact check a little bit more. And maybe that's what he does. He calls his buddies right. like, hey, look into this. And the guy's like, oh, here, hold on. Let me just like, oh, yeah, here's his MySpace account right here. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's not who he's saying he is. You know for a fact that if they were doing this, they would probably keep up their game on the on the random like Facebook pages or random Twitter accounts. They would probably keep up like this fake profile going like, you know, when he when uh when J- uh, Vince Vaughn's character was almost getting caught and he, she was like, Shlomo, I thought you were giving up all your worldly Good possessions save. and going to Nepal. <laughs> <laughs> and that, it kind of shows that they they exit out of those one night stands as possibly can to make it so. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, you you have you have you know Jerry who's with Gloria, so he's not going to be having the one night stands. And then Owen Wilson's character, man, he's just he's having such Ooh, yeah a and, downward and that's spiral. Will comes in and really shows him the uh, the art of of <laughs> funeral. You met her at a funeral. Yeah, dude died in a hang gliding accident. What an idiot! <laughs> oh, I'm hang gliding, honey. Take a good picture. I'm dead. What a freak. <laughs> you met her at a funeral. Yeah, I'll throw in a wedding every now and then. But funerals are insane. The chicks are so horny, it's not even fair. It's like fishing with dynamite. Horny? Yeah. Crazy horny. I just... At a funeral? Grief is nature's most powerful aphrodisiac. <laughs> Look it up. I didn't know that. That's what I've learned. My, the Picking up women at a funeral? Oh my god, women! Death funeral like just makes them so horny. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not. Why would this be a thing? Uh. It's it's just. I think it's very interesting because now. I, and here's the thing: like, what do you think would be easier to crash? A wedding or a funeral? A wedding. I mean, because the 
Yeah, because I think that like you're all really? everyone's there all but you know what though? You'd have probably more maybe more singles. I don't yeah, I don't know. Like, well, I mean, this isn't about the single aspect. I oh, think okay. it's about I think it's about like what would be easier to crash. And I think a funeral would be easier to crash because one, if it's a wedding and then there's a reception, like how are you just showing up? I mean, usually there's name places or like you know, uh, you know, uh, seating arrangements and you know, wedding has been paid for for who's going to be eating whatnot left and right. A funeral just seems a little bit more open and that little, might be the game changer yeah i think that's the game changer that will Ferrell's character of chaz like kind of made <laughs> and he's like like and he's you know doing his little like damn you roger damn you oh my god it's so loud so, and so annoying and you so, know that's i think the mockery of the fact that it's so over the top that there's no way that anyone should take it seriously just announcing his uh his you know, his love for Roger, like, oh, I love the guy, and, you know, making himself known at this funeral is and then so there's a, cringy, And the mom, though. the mom is, like, crying up by, you know, obviously, the casket, and that's Owen Wilson's cue to, like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. It, like, it, there's no way you much. could do this. Ugh. It's just, it. it's such a weird, weird movie. And then he shows up at that wedding. <laughs> So he so he shows up at that wedding and then he's, you know, he's doing his whole thing again, getting two ladies on each arm and just, again, hamming it up and playing it up. But yeah, I, I think when it comes down to it, you cannot deny the hilarity of this film overall and the obscene and really, I think, precocious type of humor is I don't know. It's it's just right. It doesn't seem too obscene. It's not anything where yeah. it's going to be like I'm trying to think of something that was like even more like it's 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 gross to you would still laugh, but it's almost like too gross to laugh at. And I don't think that's anything in this. And I can't really think of a another film. I mean, it's not. I mean, obviously, it's not. It's not a Borat film. Yeah, uh, it's not a Sasha Baron kind of thing. Belief on the fact that like because I've been invited to like these like kind of intimate family things where I'm not really a part of this family and I've just kind of met these people and you just get drug in. They're just like, yeah, because like friendly families like that can be a ton of fun. And when you go on these random family journeys, you're like, hey, this is kind of cool. Like, and I'm one of the group. I think the ending, the very, 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 very end isn't like the neatest bow of them like, Oh, let's go uh, wedding. Cr- oh, let's all go cr- crash a wedding together. And I was like, oh, God, I swear. If they try and do a wedding crashers too, like foursome, like, no, I'm not. I'm not having this. But <laughs> Wedding crashers till death do us <laughs> <laughs> Uh Or if this is the prequel to Four Deaths at a Funeral. I, I don't know. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Yeah, it's. I don't think I don't think a, uh, a a sequel would even be necessary. I don't think it would have no, the same no no type of. A, I don't think that it would have the same type of appeal. We saw what happened with Anchorman two, and it's like no, this see, there's the reason why we just Anchorman two as a whole. You're right, not not as solid as yeah, Anchorman parts. one. Like, it has it has great parts. Like when all the different news teams arrive to do battle, I absolutely love those. I, scenes. I almost think that they took it. Too, like it, like too ridiculous. But there's there's parts of it that I'm like <laughs> the Minotaur from the History Channel <laughs> and you Ulysses S. Grant, <laughs> the ghost. Of, <laughs> there's yeah that that movie goes on some some weird paths. But again, I'm glad they didn't do that. I know of anything too. No, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't think that I can't think of anything that was like too obscene. I mean, even kind of seeing the buckshot in Vince Vass, uh, Vince Vaughn's ass and and her picking it out. I, but I mean, there's yeah. there's nothing that's like gross. Like you don't see like a rant. I'm thinking it's more like an Adam Sandler film or something like that. Sometimes where like you don't see like a random 
fake ball sack, uh, you know, yeah. like somewhere or anything. Nothing's nothing's crude. Nothing's too obscene. Uh, and if it's done, I think it's done with so much like obs- like over the top humor. Yeah. Where it's not going to be offense, actually offensive. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think anything was like horribly offensive, if I remember correctly. If you had to rate this film, Drew, what would you rate it? I would very much so give this film eight out of ten, like a solid eight out of ten, like laughing. Again, there's a few points where it's not going to make it like too well of a perfect film for me, but there's enough laughter where I mean, it's it's almost verging on that eight and a half, but it's going to stay at at an eight. I think it's uh, I think it's very nostalgic for me. You know, obviously being 15 years old, you know. And watching it again and just remembering these things. But again, some things don't age well within this film. (laughs) Like the grandmother calling the grandson a homo since he he won't eat meat. Yes. The the roots of that are a little little dated but um if i if i were to rate this i would give this just the the pair of of jane seymour's uh (laughs) boobs they're they're real orb like it's it's, you know (laughs) that makes you a pervert built for speed (laughs) no they're they're just they're they're a little bit older but man oh man do i just still love it i love it i love what, what where it's going i'm okay with it and yeah this this was a fun fun movie. I'm sure Jack is thoroughly disgusted with us for doing this movie. <laughs> Sorry, Jack. We're glad you got married. Love you, bud. Anna, congratulations to both you guys. But yeah, fun movie. <laughs> this is a good this movie, is tons and of fun. yeah, more importantly, this was a very much a celebration and a tribute to Jack and Anna. We absolutely love the two of you so so much. We're so happy that obviously Jack came to join us. You know, years some years ago, and uh, now we we have our trio for real feels what? and We're together. Uh, we're together. And now this can join uh, the, the, the Patreon library of special exclusive episodes. This was fun to toss it back to the uh, the original uh, core members, Drew. I remember remember our old days. Uh, our old days. <laughs> or as, as Jack calls it, the before time. <laughs> you know, though, I, and I notice a huge difference because we were pretty young in in that field. We we didn't. Oh, yeah. We've, we've learned a lot. We were since bushwhacking, that. not knowing what we were doing. I mean, we okay. So like episode one. One, if if anyone you know, obviously on Patreon is remembering and has listened back to Tremors, uh, it's it's Nathan and I sitting in my office in my old apartment with one microphone, while Ooh. Nathan is like two feet behind me. Rough days, and we're talking, and we can totally we can totally tell, and it's just, uh, but it's still good. It's still funny. Tons of fun. But yeah, no, we we've learned a lot and we've grown a lot, and now you know we we done away with doing uh you know predetermined you know standard segments. Now we have our personal segments for everybody. Yeah. Now we have totaling a list of 253 uh, current genres, which we are 42 uh, finished with. We're off and running. So we, <laughs> we, we have enough genres to last us uh, easily, easily for uh, quite, quite some years to come. Without repeating anything. Well, I think that about does it for this episode. I think so, too. So, obviously, anyone who's hearing this, you are already part of our Patreon family. We thank you for, you know, giving your love and showing your support up on mm. Patreon every single month. We absolutely love you guys. If you want to, uh, obviously, go check out our T Public store. We got some, you know, Real Feels merch that you guys can, uh, you know, get yourself and get yourself looking nice and nice and swaggerly. Get yourself a, a Real Feels coffee mug. Get the, uh, you know, get the mojo going. And... Uh, 
uh, you know, maybe for some special Patreon members, I just got in the mail some Real Feels keychains. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, okay, guys, thank you for joining us. And as always, you're the realist. And the feelist. We'll catch you next time. Mom, the meatloaf. Fuck. <laughs> I never know what she's doing. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.